welcome to episode 149 of the Watching It Podcast. On today's show, Robert is running out of things to watch. Donnell, when it comes to survival, it's the humans you should watch out for. Mandalorians need to plan better. And on this episode of Picard, the cameos just keep on coming and coming. Mm. I'm your host, Robert, and with me is Donnell. How's it going, Donnell? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, pretty satisfying day, but... Yeah, you can learn more about point, our day watching, uh, listening point. to this, this episode of Talking that we got coming yeah, out here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, one point. One point. One freaking point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, why should we be watching out for uh, the humans? Well, so I uh, watched a couple things this week. I'm going to start with the first thing that has nothing to do with my tag. Um, is uh, as, uh, as I've already said, uh, you know, I, I watched the show uh, Next Level Shaft. I talked about it before. There's the one with the elevator in the middle. Uh, I'm just waiting for somebody to fall down the shaft. But anyways, uh, in it, and I'm, I'm only just saying this one thing because I just think this is sacrilege and wrong, is there's one, they're doing a fist challenge, and they're interviewing one of the, the contestants, and she said, I've made my own Southern Susie. And I was like, what Southern what Susie? What the hell is that? And she's like, you know, you take things like I'm some, from the south, and it's just regular sushi yeah. down there. She was like, she's like, well, you take some sushi rolls, like you know, your normal ingredients, but then you add like some collard greens or something. I was like, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm <laughs> like, don't be putting like. No, I'm for it. No, that's a few that I'm right not now. down for. Collard greens is a wrap instead of the. No, 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 no. It's in. I mean, see, see, said that you use the normal ingredients and then just add. Maybe, maybe the collard greens are the wrap, but it sounded like they were just in. The juicy with it, but you saying like just taking things. Collard like, greens are good. <sighs> no, not, you I don't I, like collard greens. I don't like collard greens, and then even just the thought of just like because they're just such a like a harsh bitter taste, and just it's adding it's, that it's into, strong. It's strong. Exactly. I just feel like it just overpowers the shoot. Like even if I liked it, I feel like well, then you just like uh, one of my favorite things from the show, The Boondocks, is uh, there's this part. Uh, this one time where the grandpa's making southern cooking and Riley ha- or uh, Huey has some broccoli and he's like, "Did you cook my broccoli?" Like, yeah, I cooked it with the bacon. He's like, "Grandpa, food cooked with bacon counts as bacon." <laughs> and I feel the same way with collard greens. He's like, well, if you put collard greens with juicy, you're just eating collard greens. <laughs> like, I just feel like it overpowers everything. Uh, but yeah, that's all I wanted to bring up there. Was I was like, southern juicy? Are you are you kidding me? But anyways, uh, what else I watched this week is um. I did a rewatch of Yellow Jackets, okay. first season, getting ready for the second season, um, which just came out uh, this week. Uh, Very excited about it. The show's fun- like the second time through. I was like, this show's just phenomenal, just just great. How, how's the first um, episode of the new season? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, yeah, we're right. It's back holding in. up. We're right it's back. Holding up? In. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, one thing while well, watching the Yellow Jackets, oh, yeah, Christina the... Ricci character. I can't oh, yeah. wait. I can't wait. But uh, while well, watching it the second time through, is this kind of some of the stuff that sticks out to you? Um, like there's the one scene, um, where and of course while watching the episode you caught this, but even still, just knowing knowing it is that you basically you know the, the two best friends, mm. you know, and you find out that one of them is sleeping with other's boyfriend. Oh, I bet if I and, rewatch, you probably catch up on catch, yeah. catch subtle details that they, you, yeah. they just like. There's just certain things that they drop in. They're like, oh shit! You're just like you start realizing by you know having the foreknowledge, just yeah. certain things that they kind of buried in there um, that makes it good. Uh, but yeah, and the freaking those those girls, man, they fucking brutal. Yeah, it's, yeah, it gets it's, it's a lot. Uh, um, they, they're brutal when they're grown up too, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> freaking a. Um, but yeah, no, just really good. 
uh, to rewatch the first season, and it really got me ready for the second season. That just, yeah, like I said, we're right back in it. Um, and then I also watched a show called Outlast. And so uh, it's a survival, another another reality survival competition. Um, I've talked about on this podcast before the show alone, which mm-hmm. is the one where you they give you a camera and they give you like a, a bare minimum of ten things, and it's like go survive out in the wilderness. Not to be confused with naked and alone. Yeah, not okay. to be confused with naked and alone, which is a whole different thing. Um, but Outlast, I feel like someone watched Alone and said, "What if we did that?" But the opposite, because Outlast, they take a bunch of people who describe themselves as loners and who people who survivalists who live already live on their alone and like, okay, so now you got to go live in the uh, woods with people. And at first I was like, isn't that significantly easier? Um, But one thing that they did point out and it's something they point out in the loan um, that really shows up when you have more people is the more people you have, the more calorie intake you got to scrounge up for mm. and while you do have more people to scrounge up things if resources are re- are you know limited um you know it's it, it's easier for one person to scrounge up enough to keep their caloric intake than yeah. it is for four or however many people uh but then the other thing is like this show just showed i mean it's all reality shows but still it just shows like the thing that came down when it came down to surviving out there like they, they did have some hard nights but it was always just other people fucking you over oh yeah where i just was like yeah no, yeah, survival is hard with other like one is so alone has gone up to like I think one time they had people out there for seventy days or something. Yeah. This made it I think it was like barely a month, hmm. and it was just because like there was just so much backstabbing or just scheming and just can I and I was like oh yeah, people kind of suck. Yeah, <laughs> that's why like, that's why you go like, you go it alone in the zombie you, apocalypse. Exactly, like, you watch alone. You're like, man, it's so rough. No, out no, there. no. You go in the but zombie these... apocalypse with one friend that you shoot if you have to run from zombies. <laughs> <laughs> A sacrifice. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like when you watch alone, you're just like, man, it's rough out there. But like I said, once the the people who survive the law, lo- or once they get down to like the last couple of contestants, it's always like, oh, it's just the long haul. But that's because you just got to worry about yourself and taking care of yourself and fucking this other show. I was just like, nah, people suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what I watched. Uh, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a slow week, except for Yellow Jackets. Uh, what about you, Robert? What you got going well, on? Well, I, I mean, I've been struggling. I'm glad the mm-hmm. Yellow Jackets are back. Succession has come back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 we we had uh, um, sh- uh, Shrinking just ended. Yep. Um, it was pretty good. And I really just haven't had anything to really, really watch. Um, so I've, I've just been digging and I ended up watching the, the Riddick trilogy over okay. again. Okay. Um, that, that, that is pitch black. Yep. And then, uh, the Chronicles, Chronicles of, of Riddick. Riddick, dark fury. And then the what was title? that? No, no, you know, that's a book. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I think it's just Chronicles of Riddick. It's yeah. And then there's just Riddick. Yeah. And I hear yeah, they're yeah, working yeah. on a fourth one mm-hmm. or they're in talks about it. I'm, yeah. I tell you what, they hold up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, they are solid B plus movies. Yeah. But they hold, you know, they're mm-hmm. like some of the best of the B plus movies yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I forgot how many crazy cameos were in the, are in that, mm-hmm. like Ron Perlman and yeah. Katie Sackhoff, and just like yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. But they're fun. Um, you just got to go into them realizing. I mean, Pitch Black is a classic. Yeah, Pitch just Black. To begin with. I mean, that's the thing is the fact that it's a trilogy is interesting because when I saw Pitch Black, I thought, okay, that's 
That's a good standalone That's a good movie. Standalone yeah. movie, and then when they expanded upon it, uh, but it's one of those things where when they expanded upon it, like you were saying, they're all just a solid B plus or B plus movie. And that's the thing is like a lot of times when you, you take that movie where you're like, oh, that was a pretty good standalone movie, and then they decide to do more. A lot of time it brings things down. Yeah, but I will say that definitely yeah, with Chronicles of Riddick and Riddick, it's like yeah, no, they, and they they're so weird. They go in so weird directions mm-hmm. where it's like this weird like. You get into like el- weird, weird space ghosts and I mean, like and Pitch Black was people a little, going into hell. I mean, it was sci-fi, <laughs> but also like it was a little horror, fantasy too. It was like, a little yeah. horror. Where the next two, I'd say, definitely just yeah, more sci-fi, fantasy and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Well, it's it's funny because Riddick is like it starts out as just like lone survival, mm-hmm. and then like the second half of the movie is like just Pitch Black all over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also watched uh, Shazam! A Fury of the Gods. Okay. Uh, you know, I saw somebody uh, put it on the same level as Morbius, yeah. and I think they're wrong. I think it's a fine movie. Oh, I quite okay. enjoyed I was, it. I, I will watch gonna... it. I will watch it again. That is uh, shocking. Wow. I, I um. I, I just assumed you. I was like, yeah, there's no way he'd enjoy it. But okay, all right. I did not enjoy the first Shazam movie. Yeah, very much. This, I, I mean, I, I know that James Gunn came in and he mm-hmm. did some stuff to it. But did we he? don't. I, I'm pretty sure I that he made this some was changes. One of the movies that, like, you know, just we're getting the, you know, because we still have a uh, the Flash and Aquaman coming. I, I'm pretty sure he came in and did some edits or something, stuff, or rewrites maybe. or reshoots or something. Like, I know that there's lot. a whole, whole fucking clusterfuck though between james gunn the rock and zachary levy about these movies like they're all pointing the finger at each other for why things are so terrible mm. uh right now because like the the basically like the rock is blaming james gunn but then zachary levy who plays uh Sazam, yep. he was all he's blaming both of them saying that the rock sabotages his movie and that you know james gunn just facilitated it and it's like it is all this I, like honestly dc right now i just i i can't wait for because I don't know how it's gonna be, but I just want us to get to the point where we can see what James Gunn has created. Because right now, in this in between time, there's just so much people just shitting on yeah. DC and James Gunn and all this stuff. And like, we haven't even got to see anything yet, folks. Like, yeah. and like, but there's just all this drama where it's like, can we just get to the actual movies he makes? And maybe those movies will suck, and then you can go to shit and James Gunn. But right now, it's like we have we're just we're it's just like it's a dumpster fire over there. And like, I just want to can we get past this yeah. and get to the new DC universe? Maybe the new DC universe will suck just like it always has. Maybe it'll be great. I'm uh, hoping well, for it I don't, being great. I, I have high hopes. If 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 James Gunn had, had any hand in uh, reshaping Shazam, mm-hmm. which we don't know if he did really or how much to what extent yeah. that was, um, but this this was fun okay. and funny, nice, really funny. A lot of the time there are. Uh, I, I've got, watching this movie made me realize, oh yeah, they don't make movies for me anymore. I'm 40 now, and they're not doing this for me. Yeah, and this is also a kids movie. Yeah, yeah, that has some adult humor like layered, you know, above where a kid would notice, mm-hmm. right? Which is the way they should do it. So you got to go into it with that mindset. If you're expecting like a gritty Iron Man or or yeah, you know. A, you know, I mean, even even like Thor, Love and Thunder was still had a little, you know, it's yeah. more serious. This is just quirky and fun, right? Um, there, they, you know, there's some bad stuff in it for sure, mm-hmm. but there's way more good than there is bad. Nice. Um, that, 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 that actually makes me hopeful because, yeah, no. Yeah. I was like, De- yeah. definitely worth checking out. I will be checking that out. I will be checking that out. Yeah. 
that's all, all right. I got. That's it. That's it. I've really just I've, yeah. been, pl- I've been playing some No Man's Sky mm-hmm. and just like honestly just, just staring at the screen, going, "What the hell am I gonna watch?" <laughs> you know, all week. <laughs> nice, it's been a nice. desert. I've rewatched everything, Donnie. Yep, like, yep. you have watch watched all the TV, Robert. <laughs> you have watched it all. <laughs> all right well we're gonna oh we got some news yeah some got, news. got what's some up, what's news up, what's up, what's our news uh yeah so we talked about this uh earlier when it happened um so justin Rowland, they uh he was you know he was going to court uh because uh he was being uh accused of uh what is it uh domestic abuse okay. um and it turned out uh they 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 basically the case has been thrown out uh, and he's, you know, since you're, you know, innocent until proven guilty, he's he's innocent of by all looks of everything. And the only reason I bring it up is when we brought it up before. The one thing I said is I wasn't saying I was blaming his victim. I was just saying like everything because he got kicked out of Solar Opposites. He got kicked out of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. He got kicked out of this other show called Something Panda, which I still need to check out. Um, and my whole thing, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, like if Justin turns out to be not guilty. Everything's still in shambles. Yeah. And now that's exactly what happened. Is like I wonder. I, I mean, I'm not a, obviously not a lawyer, but it'd be interesting yeah. to like hear from a lawyer. Like, would he have a would he have a case? Yeah. Against you know all that. And so my thing is like I am 100 percent about we need to be holding people accountable when they do these yeah. things. But I just feel like we really have to figure out some way to okay if someone accuses someone of something that doesn't mean anything until we get the court case done. We shouldn't be making consequences. Well, I mean the know? way the the way I understood I, I viewed it, because pe- once that came out, people started piling on and like mm-hmm. that video came out of him like being a drunk asshole during while he was shooting, even though they told him to do it. I think they were looking for a reason to yeah. kick him and they were like, Oh, this is something we can Yeah. We can use. Because the rest of the stuff is kind of like circumstantial. But if you pile it on with this court case, then Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just was like, yeah, it's like cool that he, you know, gets to be, say like, see, not, but I'm like, like, yeah, still like, I don't see anybody be like, hey, well, come on back into the riding room at Rick and Morty or, you know, come back, which and like with for other, I'm not saying that's different, but for other actors and stuff, when they get this sort of thing happens and they get pulled off, I just see this as different because like he created or he co-created Rick yeah. and Morty and he created Solar Opera. I bet he still gets that paycheck too. And that's what I think is the part where it's weird. It's like, yeah, being locked out of your own creation. He's also the voice of Rick. Yeah. Which exactly. is huge. He's the voice of who Rick else and does Morty. Rick, you know? He's the voice like, of yeah, Rick yeah. and Morty. Um, and also a couple other I mean, who characters. can replace that? They, I mean, they apparently, like I said, they were going on without him anyway. So they, mm-hmm. they found someone. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I guess that's the thing for me where it's a little bit different for him than it is for when it's just like, oh, well, you know, like the, there was a Johnny Depp thing and he got kicked out of a whole bunch of movies and yeah. franchises. But like, yeah, that was just a job. Or he was hired to play a role. I'm like, this is your creation. Like, I kind of look at it the same as also like there's a big thing right now and why like Rocky, or not Rocky, why Sylvester Stallone won't see Creed 3 is because essentially like he's been strong-armed out of his creation. Yeah. And so like that's where I think it's slightly different. It's like, yeah, when it's your, something you created and people are telling you, you can't be a part of this. That's where I'm just like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, this wouldn't exist if it wasn't I mean, me. how does that work, though? Because uh, Sylvester Stallone would still have, like, copyright on that. It's a no, derivative work. It, it, it's not, that's the thing is he that's what you get, he doesn't own any of the Rocky franchise really at all exactly and he's been trying to get he wrote back, the right. thing and acted he and wrote, directed yeah, it yeah like exactly he, but he that's what and that's what makes him upset that's mm. why he yeah is basically yeah he doesn't 
own any other Rocky franchise, even though it's his creation. Gotcha. And so yeah, that's where that's where I think it is. It just seems weird for people to be able to be muscled out of their own creation, where it's like we wouldn't have Rocky if it wasn't for. Well, I mean, he sold the rights away, so that's on him. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I get it, but that's how he got to start. You know, I'm not gonna cry for the dude. No, no, he's doing fine. He's got a mansion. I ain't got he's no mansion. Doing fantastic, you know? <laughs> but I do. I mean, I'm not gonna make cry another for him, Expendables but... movie, please. <laughs> Give yeah. us the one with all the ladies. I want the one with all the ladies. As long before Sigourney Weaver dies, you know, you like. Gotta, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> can't make an expendable female person without going to reaver. You could have you could have had Betty White in that shit if you'd gotten on it ten years ago. <laughs> I mean, why she wouldn't make any sense in it? It still would have been fantastic. No, she could have been like Madam President or something. Yeah, you just say like you know, most of the you know? most of the the people who soap in Expendables <laughs> they have a past in action movies, and I don't know what action movie we got. We, at White some point, it. we got to do like what would the cast be? Because so, so Gorney Weaver's obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 What's her name? Um, she's in my head. The movie uh, where uh, Tom Cruise okay. and the, everything keeps repeating. The, day, the oh, war keeps yeah, repeating. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's Edge her tomorrow. name? Yeah, uh, Edge Emily tomorrow. Blunt. Emily, yeah, Emily Blunt. I think she'd be in there. Um, uh, what did, let's see here. We're, we're just gonna we're just gonna run through some stuff here for for a minute. Give yeah, me just take a second. A I had, I had one. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Yes. Easy. Yes. Easy. There's not a whole lot of them. That's a problem. Uh, uh, not for, just for the joke of it. We're gonna leave uh, 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 J Lo out of it mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because she was like, I started the no females. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, I can't have Jennifer Lawrence just because she's like, without me, there wouldn't be female. Like, what? What world do you live in? Um, what about? Uh, I mean, it'd be kind of weird. Uh, is that the same? No, no, no. Who? Um, we could do the- Angelina Jolie. I'm thinking also, I mean, she's been, it's been more, I guess, now her current roles. Well, maybe because. Who, who? Uh, the lady from Halloween. Uh, 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 lady Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I, I would, I would accept it. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Charlize Theron. Yes. Um, yeah. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman? Uma yes. Thurman. Absolutely. Thurman absolutely. Uh, what about, what about uh, Mila Jovovich? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of, the Resident Evil movies, but I, they exist, and she's acts and star in them. So yeah, definitely Linda Hamilton from Terminator. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, Gail Gabbett. Yeah, yeah. She's been in, she's been in some stuff. I I'll think get her in there. Not not Jeannie, Gina Carano anymore. <laughs> oh no no we you know what we're forgetting Xena. Uh, oh yeah, Xena's um, got to be in it. Yes, right? he has to. Um, Lucy Lawless? Lucy Lawless. Yeah. There, right, anyway, we could go, yeah. go on no, no, all day. That's a so solid group right I was going to say, if you are listening to this, Mr. Stallone, uh, yeah. we just gave you the cast, so yeah, where's yeah. that at? Yeah. <laughs> but just, like I said, whenever it comes to female versions of male movies... Yeah, that's hard the, to pull the, off without the being The Ghostbusters cringe. and Ozan's movie... Just don't shit on the other ones because it's a female version. Because both yeah. of those, like, I mean, Ocean's was less, but the fact that they killed Danny Ocean off screen for the movie, I was like, why? Why? What does that have to do with it? Like, it didn't matter if he was alive or dead, but they just essentially ended that franchise by killing him. I'm like, yeah. why, though? And you then need- Ghostbusters, literally, they shat on the previous yeah. movies to make it. I'm just like, why? Why can't you just make the female version? Why do you got to perfectly be like, we're better than that version over there? But, yeah. There's got to be a real solid reason why your mercenary team is all female. Yeah, yeah. 
Like it can't just be a thing. It's got to yeah. be like there's a reason. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> I always go back to this, but I was always remember in Endgame, the the woman team up. Oh yeah, that and works. I'm just like that makes no literally no, like I'm perfectly fine with all these women heroes fighting together, but you got to give me a better reason that why why they're all at they're yeah. the only ones not and i also yeah it's the fucking gauntlet dude yeah. like you and gotta then, you got this i have all hands on deck and then also <laughs> i just also the other thing that uh, other side of the coin is also i just love in that exact same scene right after all the women team up they show how pointless it is by captain marvel just going thermonuclear yeah. on everybody <laughs> and like so we didn't need all you i'm not putting down i'm just saying this scene is just so terribly shot because what is your just uh, you instantly question why is it just the females? Like, this is the gauntlet. Yeah, Everybody yeah. should be here. And then after that, you're like, why do they gather at all? Captain Marvel had that shit in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's just like... <laughs> it's like, how are you going to get through all that? I don't know. Did you see me destroy this flying city <laughs> earlier? Yeah, yeah. Or punch Thanos in the face? <laughs> exactly. It's like, I don't know. I think she got it. Anyway, we're going to take a break there. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian. All right, welcome back. We're going to talk about Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 4, Chapter 20, The Foundling. Mm-hmm. You know, they played with us again this time yep. where it was like, oh, which foundling is it about? Mm-hmm. Just like last time, which convert is it about? Yep, yep. I ain't you know, doing that on purpose, probably. Yeah. Um, This scene, this this movie opens up, or not, this episode opens up, and it's just a bunch of Mandalorians training. Mm-hmm. And I, the first thing I thought was like, why the fuck are we still in the speech? Why the hell? Yeah, this is are not a cool planet. This beats. What are we doing here? Like we already know, and then like I and we get to answer this later. That no, it's not. I for one moment I was like maybe they killed the gator. Maybe that was like the only one. But we see later in the episode. No, no, gator's, gator's still, still there. there. Yeah. Gator's still there. Happy. Hey, he was clutch though. And <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like ah, I'm just like yeah. So so and the, the, so this is where the tag came from, Robert. Yeah, is they're on this beach as we see the gator's still there. And yep. then the big story of this episode is one of the foundlings gets captured by this bird thing. Yeah. And there are multiple points where they hint this is not no, the first not the, time it's, it's absolutely like, not the first he, time. They say loosely he gets away. Or they say if we shoot our guns, it kills the child. And then also when they get to the nest, they see Mandalorian helmet. So I'm like, so when it comes into it, I'm like, okay, so you know this bird is out there. You don't have, like, you would think. If you're going to be out, one is why are you out on the beach? But if you're going to be out on the beach, you can have some lookouts just waiting, ready with some yeah. guns to be like, incoming, and you just start shooting, get the kids in the yeah. game. But the fact that it just happens, the kids standing there on the beach, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, and that's where my whole thing is like, what is this? What is We already know about the gator. Now we got the bird, and I'm like, you have no contingency plan for either one of those scenarios. You're just out here. You're letting yeah. your kids wander around this beach that is very dangerous. This has happened multiple times. Mandalorians are terrible at planning and are not good parents. I'm this, just going to say this, it. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Well, that just okay, w- so my, I mean, first of all, I guess that's why there's not very many of them. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, I mean, I guess this could be, consi- that could, for, for those reasons, it's got natural defenses from outsiders. Yeah, like no, who's gonna go there? They might get eaten by the big crocodile or the big dragon bird. I'm still saying. Then you you post two guys on watch out, yeah, just yeah. so you can call it out early that you see the kid or the water's moving like something's swimming. You call <laughs> that out so you get people in the caves. If you have to be on this planet and you can't train in the caves, fine. But you gotta have something something in place. <laughs> you can't just be like, oh, lost another kid. Like they really did until uh, Bo says like gets in her ship and goes after her. they kind of just resigned themselves i was like ah lost another one and i'm like lost another one <laughs> uh, all but right. anyway sorry all right. how many how many crab rock toys are they gonna sell 
I mean, I like the little crab rock guys. It had to come with a like you couldn't just sell them by themselves. It had to be like a a, a Grugo oh, crab okay, rock set. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. then yeah, no, you're making bank. But just the rock themselves, they're not enough. Um, yeah, no, no. I like uh, at first. I mean, it didn't take long. But at first, like, oh, he's using the force to move. Yeah, I thought not. he was. Yeah, I thought he was trained <laughs> in the force for sure. I mean, it looks like he was trying to like. Maybe he was the force. I'm upset that he didn't just grab one and just chomp down, man. Yeah, like, that, was, that, I mean, I guess he's we're not growing. getting enough like Grogu. Eating I guess things. he's growing up. You know, he's not as immature where he just would just. He's got to stay fit. Everything. He's got to stay fit yeah. to be a Mandalorian. He's, go, he's trying to get in shape. I mean, yeah. he's got to be in shape, becoming a Mandalorian. Yeah, um, which, which he's jumping right into, man, because he's he's goes. I mean, is to, he jumping to, into or freaking? Uh, well, technically, he is jumping. Yeah, but I'm like, or freaking. <laughs> he's being pushed did, into it, but I think Zuren. he wants to do. I mean, he wants to do it, but I just love the part where. He like he walks up and puts his, puts Grugo down. He's like he challenges. I'm like did he challenge? I don't think he challenged. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, uh, I don't love. I was, but I also hate in this episode. I call it the freaking Grugo armor tease. Yeah. So I just love the part where the kids like, why is he not wearing a helmet? And I'm like, why is he not wearing? Because because he, he would fit in a whole helmet. You make a small one. <laughs> no, I like so the, I like the guy. I like the guy who's like he's too small to fight. And I'm like, dude, he ain't getting bigger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah I mean, he got. He's getting. He might hit. Big. He's gonna gain like an we extra saw five inches. How big or Yoda but. was? No, he got some growing to do. Yoda was like the size of like a like Grugo is smaller than an infant, really. And Yoda was like the size of like a, a average toddler, so he got some growing in him. He'll, he'll be at least two feet. <laughs> Hang on one second. How tall is Yoda? Right, Google, go. don't film me. Uh, two feet two inches. Two okay, feet, two, yeah, sixty-six got, centimeters. He got some. He got a little bit growing. Little, he'll get to two feet. I mean, maybe Yoda was tall for his species. We don't know since we only ever see two of his species besides Grugo ever. Um, oh, Grogu is fifty years old, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I remember, I remember we established that uh, before. Um, so actually, I want to circle back to the Mandalorian and their cultures. One thing we talked about before, I'm like, there's no way, though, is because uh, the whole helmet thing. Gro- Grogu, by the way, is one foot, one inch tall. Okay. So he's going to double inside. He got to foot. He got to yeah. foot coming to him. Uh, but anyways, um, we talked about the whole helmet thing. And I still, I mean, maybe there's a book out there, or if there isn't, someone should write a book, or maybe we should just get a series about the Mandalorian, or maybe the Mandalorian should become just about the Mandalorian and their way of life. Because my thing is, like, if we, they have to have some sort, or maybe you just have sex with a helmet on. I don't know. I guess you could just have sex with a helmet on. Yeah. Because, like, they have to have some sort of thing for family units. Because why most of them are families now, I'm like, the Mandalorians were a culture on a planet. Yeah. And they used to all subscribe to this way of life. And then the the there was the divide where some of them started realizing, like, hey, we can take our helmets off and stuff. So my thing is, like, so before, if they were totally reliant on foundlings, their culture would have died out. <laughs> Long before yeah. the the Sith or the, it could have taken them out, because I'm just like if you're just relying on that, you're. I mean, well, I, I mean the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's how the, the Jedi, Jedi work. But the the difference between the Jedi and the Mandalorians are the Mandalorians are just. I mean, except for foundlings, they're just man. They're they're an actual race uh, of yeah. people. Where the Jedi is just an order that if you have force powers, we put you in it. So yeah. it's different, you know. You can be any race or any culture as long as you have force powers. Boom, you're in the Jedi with Mandalorian. It's like you're either born into it or you're an orphan. And so if there aren't enough orphans and you're not having kids, Mandalorians die out. 
where people are always having kids in the universe, and you just got to find the ones that's forced to have yep. dead eyes or sick. Well, I mean, it's got to happen some. Well, okay. So the question is, we just we're going to jump around a second. Yeah. So we find out that the kid that gets taken is the son yeah. of the big guy. But they also now, call but him when a foundling says, all throughout the episode. So I'm like, yeah, is he is he his real biological that's son, what I or know. is it like Grogu is is Dinge Dinge son? son. You know. The thing I think is interesting, especially with all the Mandalorians around, is if you watch the show with subtitles, we have established everyone, and he's actually being called it more now than he was. His name is Din Djarin. All the Mandalorians and Bo Katan call him Din Djarin. That's who he's mainly hanging out with these days. So, I, like back before when he's hanging out with uh, Greaves, they call him Mando. Yeah. But in subtitles, they still, when they're subtitled, it's like if Bo, Bo says something, that says Bo Katan. Yeah. And then, yeah. And if, you know, Paz Vizla says something, that says that. But when he speaks, it still says, the Mandalorian. I'm like, they're all Mandalorians. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the Mandalorian. All right, all right. So let's uh, let's first just talk about uh, the kind of side story of Grogu in with the armor, mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll go back to the to the to the dragon stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the armor they they all they all fly off to go chase after the dragon. Mm -hmm. Save um, the kid. And uh, the kids stay back with with the armor and mm -hmm. a few few guards and stuff. And the armor starts telling. You know, Grogu, like, what's up? And I'm like, man, I would really like the companion book or something that, like, gave me all the rules and, like, oh, all yeah. the stuff. That's what, like, the more I watch the series, I'm like, I would love a deep dive into Mandalorian culture and, their, like, everything. The specific be... religious sect. Yeah. And, like, yeah. yeah like, like, what it, is the like, way? We've always kind of, like, known a little bit of it, but it's just like, can we get a deep dive? Can we get in here? Because this is getting interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, I yeah, know no. That, that Fords, I, I also want to, like, I mean, like you said, I know it's just a show, so it's just whatever. But, like, Mandalorian armor... So, or any man or anything is like one of the most toughest materials out there. Best car. Uh, or yeah, best car. Sorry. Uh, light, can block lightsabers, all that. Right. Right. And I'm just like, so how does this forge work? How yeah. does this forge melt it down? And yeah. It's special. It? And like, it shows like you, and it's not just like, Oh, like, uh, there's certain things that are like, Oh, the first time you forge it. But after that it stays, but like, no, no, they've remelted best car down. Like they, there's a spear. That they melted down and made the little chainmail, and so I'm like, no, no, this fort, like, what's going on with this fort? Like, what's this so special about this fort? I need, like, I know she says this is like, this is our, our life, our culture. I'm like, okay, I get that, but I need to know the science behind it because yeah. it looks like just some fucking flames. I need to know what makes it so special <laughs> that it's apparently hotter, or I don't know what you want to say, than a lightsaber because I need, yeah. I need some breakdown. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it could be like constant heat or something like that. Maybe, you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we, uh, Grogu, I mean, they did do a great job still with the, mm -hmm. uh, with the animatronics and stuff because he looks yeah. terrified yeah. in this and we get like this whole PTSD flashback, yeah, yeah, which back. is crazy. Um, yeah, where we basically see basically how he was saved. Um, and I got one thing to say, Robert, Jar Jar Binks saves the day. Did, was that Jar Jar Binks? So oh, that, wait, what? the actor who plays that Jedi. Oh shit! I was that wondering was like Jar what, what Jar is the Binks this voice role. Really? Yeah, that's such a great cameo. They brought him back I, yeah. and they get, you know give him a, a redemption after being the one of the worst characters ever made uh, in Star Wars. They gave him a second chance, and I mean he was pretty kick ass Jedi. Yeah, know? no, this was and fun. Yeah, it was double Jar Jar Binks saves the day because uh, other than also is the ship that they leave on ah. that is Senator. Jar Jar Binks's ship. Nice. So nice. I'm just like, That's... I'm like Jar Jar up in here saving Grugo in two ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we get this nice flashback. Um, and one thing I've always had, and especially this scene did not do it justice. Because one of the things uh, the issues I always had with uh, what's the what's the execute or what's the order sixty six sixty six yeah is 
don't get me wrong, the, the, the clone troopers are great and all, but especially since clone troopers become stormtroopers and stuff, I'm just like, I don't see how, except when they're with Anakin or a Sith, how, unless there's overwarrant, war- which is what basically the story, yeah. well, I mean numbers, how they take out Jedis. And so well, we th- talked that's about the this issue before. with this scene for me is that the first set of Jedis like, that gets taken out, I'm like, it was like, I don't know, maybe 10 storm or clone troopers and four Jedis. And I'm like, Jedis win that. Jedis win that hand down. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm I've got like, well, I'll say three, three things about that. So okay. first, they're taken off guard. True. Okay. Secondly, in my head canon, uh, Sidious is doing some kind of like dark side buff Maybe. on them or something okay. because you know, like they, you I mean, know, they something. There got to be like something. like tamping down their 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 Jedi powers. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the light side. And also, we've talked about this before. We're used to seeing the S tier Jedi. True. True. But there's a lot of just regular just folk that Joe, aren't like Jimbo. They Brown aren't Jedi. masters. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is, I mean, the, the, the people we see are Mace Windu, Obi Wan, Anakin, yeah. Yoda, Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. yeah. We're used to seeing the cream of the crop. Okay. Yeah. That makes some sense. Because that was, a, I always just feel like, I don't know. And Luke. Can't forget about Luke. Yeah. <laughs> he's in there. He's in there. Yeah. Um, so that we have this big uh, sky battle through Coruscant. Mm-hmm. And I'm just. <laughs> I, I have so many, like, they're just shooting up buildings. Like, that oh, yeah. would suck. You're just having dinner, yeah. all of a sudden, like, a big, <laughs> a big, like, blaster bolt, like, goes through your thing. And I'm like, this whole train tunnel situation mm-hmm. is a terrible idea. Oh, there yeah. should be, first of all, it shouldn't exist. Yeah. And secondly, like, there should be something protecting something from going through the other mm-hmm. side. Like, yeah. it, should, it should not open until a train's coming from the other way or something. Yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, it's a pretty good scene. I like it. Um, and like I said, nice, nice that the, the actor gets some uh, redemption or gets his just to do because yeah. you know no one needs to. Do, be in that do you position. think that was the first time that Grogu saw hyperspeed, hyperspace? Because he was like, depending, his eyes were like, "What the fuck?" I mean, and also how young would he be when the first time? Because I was like, depending on how he got to Coruscant, was he born there or yeah. was he brought there and stuff? But then also, like I said, was he also too young when he was brought? Where when it really yeah. register? Just like when you take a baby on a plane, they or maybe he was in a cargo it. hold where he couldn't yeah. see outside. But like, man, that was like you're you're just chilling there, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like this crazy battle happens, and you get like. Squirreled away in all these directions, and now you're in space, and there's hyperspeed. I'm like, this is a ba- banner day, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we come, we come back from his uh, thing to so the armor still yeah. giving her speech, um, and he gets his first piece of armor, which second, I'm not sh- second piece. Is it second piece? Yeah, he got his chainmail. Oh, he does. That's yeah. right. Because I did know that he all had chainmail on. All I wrote down though is I wrote this down. This may sound cold. May sound. If Grogu doesn't get shot this season, I'm going to be pissed because. I felt like it was such a tease for him to go with the armor and her to start putting something together. And I'm just like, we get in his helmet, we get in there. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, here's a chest plate. I'm like, oh, he better get shot in the chest then. Yeah. I'm like, if he has a chest plate, he gets shot in the chest. Yeah, if, he, yeah. if he does not get shot this season, no. No, we, I, mean, <laughs> I know it sounds Before he mean. got that chest plate, we needed like a demonstration of the of the chain mail, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's a mithril mm-hmm. armor stuff mm-hmm. there. Like. <laughs> I mean, how does that like. How would that chain? I wonder how that chainmail works if he got shot by a blaster. Like now that he has a chest piece, it's just it's blocked. well, they're like bolts, but right? Would it would the blaster like diffuse through the chainmail or I don't know? It's, It'd rec- ricochet off or something. Yeah. But it's like yeah, would I don't some know. Some of it bleed through. What's just, the what's the viscosity of a blaster bolt? Exactly. You know, like <laughs> someone needs to give me the science on all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the sad thing is, or not sad thing is, but 
Somewhere out there, yeah. someone does have a breakdown. <laughs> Someone's put a lot of deep yeah. dive into this. Uh, so, so she gives him this like circle signet thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, dude, this this is too big, even for a full grown, yeah, you know, Yoda. <laughs> no, no, I think a full grown would be fine, but yeah, no, for for him as it is, it barely, I barely fits in there. Yeah, on his shirt, and I like he can't. I'd be, I'd be like, it. can he, I get a jetpack? Bring his arms forward. Yeah, really. no, this is like he's a ninja, right? <laughs> he needs full flexibility yeah, and range yeah. of motion. I mean, honestly, he needs to need some more chainmail. Honestly, right now, I mean, just keep it, keep it loose, keep it flexible. <laughs> I mean, we saw when he fought the kid. Which actually, going back to that, that fight with the kid, I, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not saying that Grogu couldn't win, but it's like it's he's lucky the kid picked darts because like every before we see the two kids wrestling, and I was like. How does Grogu win a wrestling? Oh, he would have just force thrown the I dude. Yes, but does that count? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I think the kid would have decimated him mm-hmm. if he wasn't going easy on it. Yeah, that kid would have just that, with just the, won right off the bat. Yeah, because Grogu wins by shooting all three of his dots yeah. at the same time, and I was like, why did the kid do that? I was yeah. Like, why didn't he do? Because that? he was taking turns. He was getting you know. He was just, you know, he just was showing showing like is how good I am. Yeah. All right, well, that's pretty much the Grogu story. Let's yep. get, let's get back to the the hunting party. Mm-hmm. Um, this this whole thing takes way too long. I'm like, yeah. why is that kid still alive? I don't, the what? whole time they're talking like we have to sneak up on him or he'll kill the kid. I'm yeah. like, it's kid, been a day, man. Yeah. That kid's well, dead. And also, that's the thing is that's where my question is. Like, so I like I said, I get this is a giant, you know, prehistoric bird or not uh, dragon, however you want to look at it. But I'm just like, okay. If we think about how birds work in nature, they, with their children, they go find some food, they collect it, they chew it up and yeah. half digest it, and then they take it back to their nest and feed it to them. So I'm like, A, why didn't he do, why is the kid still full, uh, in full, like a full kid? Yeah. Two is like, okay, fine, fine. Okay, maybe this thing feeds it to their kid's hole. Why didn't it, dro- like, when the bird, the thing, so like, one is we know that it went back to why its nest. Why not kill it first? We know that it went back to its nest. Because Bo follows it there, and yeah. she even comes back. I found, I followed it to his nest. So it went to its nest with the kid in its stomach, but didn't spit the kid out then, and went off to do something else, and then came back the next day. And after I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Like if she went back to the nest, it would have either digested the kid and gave it to its uh, its its offspring, or it would have gave it to spit him out then. Like why would it keep it in its stomach if it's not digesting the kid? Why would it keep it in its stomach? For a whole day, yeah, just to come back tomorrow and be like, okay, here's the thing I picked up yesterday. Like that, I get it, so the kid can be alive. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so we get a, we get a brief scene where they stop for the night to mm-hmm. camp, and and she's like, hey, how do I take my helmet off? And, yeah. you know, and eat in front of people is like, you don't, you you know, mm-hmm. go off and be alone. I'm just, very we don't have lonely. time for this. Yeah, or, I know. I, I well, even yeah, very very much. I'm like, you know, like hey, to like. Get to climbing. Like, you're yeah. Mandalorian. You got visor sensors in your yeah. helmet. Don't tell me you ain't got no night vision. Get to climb. Like, you're <laughs> trying to save a kid. You don't bunker down for the night. Yeah. Um, But also, like, man, how good would it feel to take that helmet off? Oh, yeah. For the first time. And it's <laughs> like, I guess you just, uh, no no socialized eating events, I guess. Like, you know, yeah. Not, not in Mandalorian culture. Just... And, and like, is it okay for you to tip your helmet back to drink something? Yeah, we like have show seen, your we've chin. Seen, like, we've seen them all. Even besides, besides even didn't charm. We've seen them, you know, poke out their helmet and take a quick sip of something. Yeah, he just needs so. to like have his helmet has a straw built into mm. it. Or yeah, no, I mean that thing is like, how long have Mandalorians been? Okay, you got these rules, fine, but you can't like make like I said a, a straw attachment, some sort of like I don't know mouth 
opening in the helmet where you can eat. I'm just like, come on, there got to be yeah. better ways. And all right, see you guys after the <laughs> meal. And everybody goes off. And you got to call. Like That's the scene we didn't get to see, Robert, is the scene where everybody's done. Like, hey, are you, are you done? Can I can I come back to the fire yeah, now? Yeah, like yeah. we didn't get that scene, but that has to happen because. Yeah. And then Bo will be like, "No, I'm only have, okay. Well, I'm just gonna sit over here in the dark then. Okay. Yeah. And what <laughs> if somebody like walks up on you? Like, yeah. is that you're just screwed? You shoot them. I imagine that's the, you got to shoot them. You didn't see nothing. You didn't see <laughs> you nothing. You didn't see nothing. <laughs> and then burn the body with the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we get a brief scene where they climb up the cliff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kind of just go through this pretty yeah. fast here. You know, they go into the bird's nest. Uh, there's there's a there's a fight. Mm-hmm. Big guy. We find out it's his son. Which I gotta he say, out and, I mean, I, it's emotional. I get it, but also I'm just like the fact that no one. This is not anything. the way. You're not yeah. walking the way, man. Well, my thing is just like like he gets up to go in there, and they're like, "Hold on, let's clear the nets." And he's like, "It's my son." And I'm like, "Hold on, let's yeah, clear, clear the, the nets." nets. Like, yeah. I'm like, that doesn't change anything. I know you're emotional, but like, okay, it's your son. Um, that then we should still clear the nest so we make sure you're, we don't get you. Like, we can see a heat signature. We'll say that was, yeah. it wasn't him. So we know he's not dead. Heat signature means he's alive. We should make sure he stays that way. Yeah. <laughs> By clearing the nest. Yeah. Like, I just love that. The fact that no one rebuttaled it after he said that. They're just like, ah, good point. It's his son. Let him go. Like, no, no, no. No, no. You still should. You should stop. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I, they, they, they win. There's a big air yeah. chase and stuff. But I, I'm like, none of them get out of the nest, dude. Like, this bird mm-hmm. would just, like, If you can't, especially if you really them. can't use your weapons, uh, also, yeah. Like, yeah. No rocket packs, no, no rocket launchers, no blasters. Yeah. The bird, bird wins. Um, I do like that Paz Vis. I mean, I guess like you said, you, it's, you do anything for your kids because I, I, I like Paz Vis's solution is like, I'm going to jetpack into his face. I'm like, oh, that's one way. <laughs> I'm like, he did drop your son. Almost ate you instead. But I'm like, that's one way to get it done. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they, they win. The crocodile ends up eating the bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they, they get back to base. Everybody's congratulating Bo-Katan because yeah. she saves a foundling. And then they're like, oh, yeah. And we also brought the baby birds. I'm like, yeah. are they going to eat them? They're like, well, they're, they're like, they're foundlings. Yeah, like, and I'm just like, first off, I'm like, okay. They can't say the creed? Yeah, that's about to say, like, they're never going to be able to say the creed. And I'm like, maybe, let's say these birds can be trained somehow. And they can learn yeah. the creed. I'm like, I so better let, get let, Grogu riding a fucking bird. That's well, my I'm thing saying. is, like, okay, so let's say they become full, full-blown full Mandalorian. Where, where are you getting the best car? Where are you getting the best car? Yeah, like where, 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 you ain't got enough best car to make them the Mandalorians. Um, <laughs> but then also, I, I one thing I put down is I thought there might be an issue with Paz and Bo or Man or Dan yeah. Jarn because he seemed to know thing. But I feel like after this episode, it's like yeah, you can't really. They no. saved your son. Yep. No, yep. I was like, that's They're all. On that's good all. Now. That's all. Water under the bridge. You can't be yep. upset. Because I actually did go back and watch the episode, uh, or not just part of the episode of uh, Boba Fett, where he they square off and like Paz is very, very emo- uh, upset about it and stuff. So I, I could see why I'd still hold a grudge yeah. against. But also, I do to this day don't understand how he walked away. From that one, because basically, like in that scene, yeah, basically he defeats him, and then it, he, you know, to make sure everybody's still cool, so he asks everybody, "Have you removed your helmet?" And that's when he admits it, and then instantly they're like, "You're an apostate," and I'm like, "Uh, like not only did he leave with the dark saber, which that I'm already like, why yeah. would you let him leave with your, your, you let well, they just outsiders. let him leave, they fought him for it, and, but. well, yeah, but I'm still just saying, well, I mean, one is he couldn't. He beat Paz, but I'm pretty sure the armor could have taken him because he was already beating him pretty badly and stuff. But and then also like, okay, fine, fine. Like you let him leave the dark saber and his arm. Like he's walking. You're not allowed to walk away in Mandalorian armor. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not, so I'm just like, 
what's going on here? Why, why did he just walk out? <laughs> I yeah. guess maybe they're just giving him a courtesy. I don't Let, know. We need the rule book, Donnell. That's we what we need. need. We the need the rule, rule book. book. We need some. We need um, so we're like, we're halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have a grasp of like a final goal no, here. Like it's I just have... like, are we just gonna watch him train? Uh, are we gonna get to see more of what's going on with that with that lady and that I, guy? I really hope we see some more of that. I mean, I want more of it in a because, separate show. Maybe, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. But that... they have to. They need to. I mean, we they got to get moving. Because yeah, we're on episode. That was episode four. Yeah, so yeah, we got four left. I mean, I guess we if we're going I mean, by standard formula, you could then, spend the next two episodes establishing like an uh, overarching threat yeah. or something, and then we got two episodes to you know solve it. So I guess there's still time, but yeah, it does seem a little interesting. That yeah, I mean, I look, I'm enjoying it. I, I can watch a whole episode of yeah. Grogu training. You know, give me this like a one hour. I, mean, I was, I mean, when this episode started and like all the all the Mandalorians like training on the beach, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm like, we're we just gonna hang out with the Mandalorians. They're gonna do some training. We're gonna get. Some I mean, I would like to see. I'm down for that. I would like to see like a year jump. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I would like a time years skip. where but, we get, but but I want a montage for it. I want to see yeah. him fix the IG unit in the montage. I want to see that's the problem. I want to see Grogu, them like though. get Grogu trained up. He grows up. We get a bigger Grogu. But that's what, see, you know, that's we fight the, the Curacao people get mixed up in it. You know, is like, that because I mean Yoda, I forget how old he was, but nine hundred. I mean, yeah, like their age range. Grogu's still fifty and very infantile. Yeah, he's got another and couple so hundred like, years go before. By the there. time Grogu's like. Full on Mandalorian, Dinjarin, the armor, all of them are going to be long dead. Like fifty years from now, he might. Well, be I like mean, a he's teenager. already starting to talk, or at least try to talk. Yeah, but still, I'm just like, but even then, he's like, I don't know. I, I think full Mandalorian or full adult, a Mandalorian Grogu was still fifty years out. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know how old Dinjarin is, but he definitely ain't. I mean, even if he is only twenty, let's just say he's twenty, then he's going to be what seventy. 70 when Grogu's a full full blow. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be like, go get him, son. <laughs> I wanna know how I wanna see I wanna see Grogu as the armor, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, I've been doing this, making the Mandalorian armor for four hundred years, son of a right, we're gonna take a break there. When we come back, we'll talk about Picard. Mm-hmm. All right, Picard, season three, episode six, part six, the bounty. The bounty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I thought I had something, but I don't. My brain just stalled <laughs> out. Uh, so this one, this one starts with a little warp in and some things. We find out their transponder has been dumped, so that uh, way they yeah, can't be traced. Yeah. Um, and then it, then it. What's going on? Because this happens multiple times, and I'm like, is this a time cut that we're not seeing, or what? What's going on with the Starfleet ships, and then? the uh, the enemy ship i can't remember what it's called because we see them arrive at the tra- the starfleet ship to arrive at that transponder yeah and then the next thing we see is the enemy ship there and i'm like i'm a, yeah i'm assuming time? that like she's because, behind she's following behind or something okay because a little bit later and this part really doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense. yeah because a little bit later the starfleet ships are patrolling uh what's the ba- the base called uh dayton dayton dayton, dayton, dayton station three. And then the very next scene, like it's not even like a cut or anything. It's just suddenly her ships there and their ships are gone. And I'm just like, what? Like, why would they leave? Because it was before that anything had happened where they had teleported out. Like it was when Riker and them were on the there. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. It's like some weird, I don't know. Just, it was very weird film because it, it, made, it just made me question like, what's going on here? Or I don't know. I don't know. I just it, it was weird to me. Yeah, no, it definitely was was a little off putting. 
Uh, but we get uh, a brief scene uh, of the of the pirate crew. Mm-hmm. They're all changelings. Yeah, it turns out. Which, but we we kind of knew that. I why, guess. Why are they like? I guess I don't know. Do we know what a changeling's default shape is? It just a ball a puddle. of sludge. A puddle. A puddle. Yeah. And, and so why? Well, there's a lot of questions. Like, why? Are yeah, they, why they seem like they're stuck in their forms? Yeah. Like, which, why is one smoking? Like, yeah. I think that. Uh, so, I think what we're gonna find out. These are out very because, unchangeling. Well, changeling. that's what I think. What we're gonna find out is the way that they became where they can be like fool everything changelings is that they had to incorporate some of that into their being. Mm. Where like, so they're not just normal changelings. They're changelings that are infused with like humans or aliens, and so that's why they. You know, they stay in their human form is because it's it, that's kind of a part of them now. And that's probably why they, they pick up these traits like smoking or, you know, just different uh, things that normally aren't parts of changing is because they're not. Like I said, I think that's what we're going to find out um, is that these were enabled to perfectly uh, mimic people. They've had to incorporate that into their like into their biology. Yeah. And so well, what I, if they what if they're taking over people? Mm. somehow mm. so it's like it really well no because they cut they copied laforge so yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense yeah. at that all doesn't make any sense. anyway uh so yeah she, she's like oh we're well we're gonna find everyone picard has ever mm-hmm. ever known or associated with i'm like well that's gonna take quite some time yeah i was like <laughs> but secondly oh we're gonna get a lot of cameos i was like when they when she said that, i was like i guess we'll see you in season five then because <laughs> yeah. it's gonna take a while for a <laughs> um so here's my question, though, is when are we, because this is episode six, there's four episodes left, when are we going to meet the real villain? Yeah. Because C is not the real villain. C's talking to somebody. Yeah, like that weird, like, devil face. It's funny, the real in, one. In, in the uh, ca- closed captioning, that when it talks, it just says, face. <laughs> it's like, all right, good old face. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, when are we going to meet the real villain? Or is that going to be, like, the big reveal at the end, or who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, we get a brief scene where they're talking about talking about Jack, and it turns out he has, I'm going to say this wrong, mm-hmm. probably, uh, a rum deer syndrome. Yeah. Rum-a-deer Something syndrome. Like yeah, that. yeah. And I, this, with it, they, they go back and forth on this thing a little mm-hmm. bit, and I'm just like, yeah, but why what Picard's like, oh, I lived with it for decades. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't even know you had it yeah. until, like, like it, was Picard hallucinating weird shit the whole time he was <laughs> running the Enterprise and the yeah. Stargazer and all that stuff? Like, why is it affecting Jack also, when he's, like, why, 12 or something? why... Does it make Jack a ninja? I still need that answer. Yeah, because I don't remember Picard. And is that what is that? Are we are we John are we to Wick believe powers? that's the whole thing behind the red door and the there has to be and the vines more. or something or is it there like it's really just a hallucination more, he's having? Like, they're specific with this red door and these vines. Where yeah. it can't just be he has the syndrome. That honestly, if they did that, like if there's nothing more and this season wraps up, I'll be a little pissed. Honestly, yeah, I'll be like, what the fuck. Um, uh, so Worf and Rafi mm-hmm. beam aboard. That I, I was just like, hell yeah, like, yeah. I totally forgot that like the, there was a whole seven Rafi thing. Mm-hmm. That like I was like, oh, that's gonna be awkward. Yeah, <laughs> but also I was just like, are we? Because we are we gonna do this again? Like we're just gonna do the will they, won't they again of seven or Rafi? Do we have to do that every season? I guess so. I don't know. I'm just like, come on, let's just put it to bed. <laughs> like. Honestly, when this season started up and they weren't together, I was like, why? Like, not that I'm, I I, I have no chips in either boat. It's just more of, oh, we're going down that storyline again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only thing. Uh, we find um, out it's been 11 years since Worf has seen uh, mm-hmm. Riker or Picard. But I feel Picard's like. Picard's been sitting in bitter, bitter juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite, it is quite tight. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> 
Um, but so yeah, then, then we get a we get a scene with them planning the Datestrom height mm-hmm. heist. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be a good heist show. It yeah. did not end up being a good heist not, show. It but. did not end up being a good heist show. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so the away team for the heist is Worf, Raffi, and Riker. And I was like, I don't know, I I I. I mean, I like I said, get like, Jack with his messed up brain on that yeah, team, man. He, like, you might not be able to trust him. You know, like you said, he killed those changelings just because, not because yeah. he needed changelings. But I was just like, I don't know. I feel like you're going into Daystrom's. Uh, they, I mean, they didn't have Jordy yet, but still, I don't know who you grab. But I feel like you need someone, someone techie. I feel like, I feel like them being there, especially actually once they find out stuff. I like, I feel like you need, you need, you need someone, uh, engineer, someone. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, don't get me wrong. I love me some Wharf. And, and, but Riker is definitely a uh, punt first. I mean, yeah, I mean not uh, punt first. Uh, Ask one later. Worf is a warrior. I mean, pacifist warrior now. And Raffi's never shown me anything where I'm like, ah, he's really smart and techie. Where I'm just like, yeah, we need somebody who knows <laughs> knows what yeah. they might be dealing with in there. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, so they they go on to dates from station. And they, they, they're doing a walkthrough, and we're seeing some of the... So I thought this was like a research facility, which it mm-hmm. is. I didn't know it was like the SCP over here. Yeah. Like, they've got like all the scary definitely stuff. Definitely a part of Section 31. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, we, I was like, is this is this Section And they're like, yeah, definitely yeah. got a little Section 31. We see the, the Genesis 2 device, mm-hmm. which is a throwback to the fourth, third movie, fourth movie, where they had the Gen- Genesis fourth, device. Fourth yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we see uh, just James T. Kirk's bones. Yeah. For some reason, why not? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and uh, and I'm, I mean, we find out that they also had freaking Picard's body there at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah. So I guess when you're a great Starfleet thing, it's like we're gonna we're gonna hold on to your remains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then we get uh, yeah, genetically modified Tribble, and I'm like, it's mm-hmm. the butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the little scene with Warp. He's just like growling at it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, Riker's like can't handle that he's all zen and everything. Yeah, Riker's just like I also jumping back before they left, there was just this weird scene where uh Picard when they're going over the plan, Picard's like he's like, So we're gonna bar- burgle Daystrom Station. And then Riker's like, That's an excellent use of burgle <laughs> And the thing that was weird is Saul like takes a moment, pause, and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, What was that? I what? love Shaw. I, I, love I saw Shaw. this episode even more. It, when I mean I had some thing with Saul when he's fanboying over Jordy, and I was like, that's why I like him. Me and him both have a favorite Star Genesis character. I mean, uh, Enterprise character. I mean, yeah. TNG, sorry. Uh, favorite TNG character. We both are Jordy fans. So I was like, that's why me and Saul get along. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, he's a yeah. dick, but I, I like the guy. No. So anyway, so we're, 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 we're going to drop the name. Yeah. Moriarty. Yep. I was talking to the last episode. I was like, oh, they should bring Moriarty back. Yep. And I'm like, nah, they got to do that. That actor's too old. I thought it was so weird that you said that last episode. And then I was like, no. And then I was just like, are you kidding yes. me? Um, so, okay. So it starts out with like, because they talk about like there's a there's an AI, a, mm-hmm. a, a lethal AI that's on board yeah. that, that, you know, is, is security and why they're trying to no dodge se- it. Why is there no actual security, though, I wonder? It just seems so well, weird. Well, let, let's talk about that in yeah. a second here. Okay. No, well, let's talk about that now. Okay. Like, you're the, the Starfleet security or Section 31 mm-hmm. talking to some admir- fleet admiral. It's like, hey, you know, we, we were just robbed. Yeah. Of like crazy weapon crazy tech. tech. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to abandon the station. Okay. Well, well, you know, uh, what kind of security are you leaving behind? Any person, how many personnel? None. Yeah. No one. Okay. Well, well, what's going to happen? It's like, oh, we've got 
We've got a we've got a robot. We got a we got a hologram. Yeah. That's gonna do I was like, oh, do y'all develop that hologram? It's like, no, we found him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, who is he? I don't know, the most evil mastermind ever written in <laughs> into into literature. Yeah. You know? And, like, and it's like, oh well, you know, what kind of database is he controlled on? Oh, the only guy who ever defeated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, okay, well, that's fine. That's all fine. How often do you think we should patrol and visit the station to see if anything's wrong? I don't know, like every hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, don't don't just post a ship there all the time. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's also, so... my, my my question also is, um, ah, oh, crap. What did I have? Also, why would it be abandoned? I mean, like you got robbed. Yeah. Like, you just still also, got work to do. The other thing, yeah. Why is it abandoned? But also, the question is like. The fact that everyone's like, "What did they steal? What did it?" And we eventually find out what they stole. I'm like, "How did no one mi- m- notice that that uh, freaking Picard's body was missing?" Like, well, they're keeping it under wraps, man. Still, I feel like th- I guess yeah, I guess maybe they wouldn't know, but yeah. But I feel like, like Worf would somebody, know. Somebody should have walked Ro- through and been like, "Hey, the Ro- teleport, Laren. the teleport gun is gone," and then been like, "Hey, uh, you notice that Picard's." Body's gone. <laughs> Anybody knows that also? Oh, just uh, the Jack borrowed it. He yeah. likes to take pictures with yeah. anything. Steve, you know, he's kind of weird. He <laughs> likes to hang out yeah. with it. Um, but this AI attack starts with with a a, a crow, mm-hmm. a holographic crow. I'm like, well, as soon as that shows up, the gig's up, guys. It's like, <laughs> it's not that's not not just messing with you, okay? Like yeah. the AI is aware yeah. of your presence. But I thought this was a a throwback to. Um, not not Moriarty, but uh, Data's dreams mm-hmm. when he was always dreaming about a crow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah which yeah, I yeah. maybe that seeped in somehow. Maybe he was giving them a warning. Yeah. But I, I don't really know what the crow had to do with Moriarty specifically. Yeah, I I felt like they said it in the thing like the crow always showed up before him or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, and then Riker's able to uh to suss out the tune that it's humming which is just pop goes the wheel yeah but anyways um because yeah basically and that that basically a deactivates it i guess i guess as long as you yeah. figure out the song like the secret code good. um well i mean he knew it was them that was the whole thing they were like yeah. oh something something bled through there yeah, yeah uh i i need more than a minute and 47 seconds of moriarty Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is if this is all we, if that's all we get from that cameo, I'll be very upset. I, I feel like that's probably all we get from that cameo. I can't see how we bring him back. I mean, especially now that Data's. I mean, he's still awakest. in Data's head, I guess. Yeah, but Data's awakest. Yeah, ish. I'll say unless hey, it's not Data. It's I know it's not. It's, it's so let's talk about it. So so I mean this this goes pretty fast. They, yeah, they uh, grab Data. They get him out. Yeah. Um. There's a whole space battle going on. We got it. You know, glassing over going to freaking the fleet museum and meeting the character oh, I've been waiting for all season. We go to the fleet museum. And I will okay. Be, yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. So we go. The, the the crew has to escape, and so they head over to the fleet museum, um, which is run by my man Jordy. Yeah. And I was like, thank goodness. But then I, I, I feel like he needs Jordy needs to be out there though, not just like. Chilling with the old ships, like running oh, yeah. the museum. Yeah, I mean, they, I know. mean, I guess he's a family man now. He's a family he can't be man. He's trying to, I mean, the they place. make it very obvious that he's like, you know, I got to protect. Now, back, I love the way that Jordy, like, he seems a little bit like he's subscribed to the Starfleet views of the Enterprise, yeah. of where he's like, you know, we uh, we were a little loose cannon, wild man. And he seems <laughs> like he's like, maybe we were wrong in that, but uh. No. Um, but yeah, Jordy very much is just makes it clear. I mean, it's nice that he you know, he he does trust him enough to come aboard because at first he was suspicious, but he comes aboard. Uh, so the his his second daughter that yep. showed up that's his real daughter in real life. Oh, 
Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yep, a little yep. nepotism in the little, little industry nepotism. there. No, I'm like... He's well, like, yeah, I'll do it. But you got to get my daughter a bit part here. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, why not get... I mean, you, you why not have his daughter play as his main daughter? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, still, yeah. So that, that's, his, uh, that's his real daughter, uh, Mika Bur- Burton. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So... Um, but yeah, so yeah, Jordy basically lays it out that um, you know he he's just he's done with the the crazy heydays and not that he doesn't want to help him, but he has a family to think about. Yeah, which I guess we see at the end of this episode that is important because you know I, at first when he when when uh the I can't remember what the pirate lady's name is, but when she first said we're going after everybody that ever knew Picard, I was like, don't tell me we're only going to get Jordy in this series as a prisoner or a hostage. Yeah. I was like, I would have been so pissed. Uh, but no, we get him here, but he's basically saying he's out of the game. He's not the wild man he used to be. Um, he's got his eyes back. Got his eyes back, you know. Can't risk that. <laughs> but um, and so, but at the, during the course of this, basically like him and Picard are basically talking everything out. And uh, they eventually, like, they're, they're first they're talk- they cut back to him and they're like having this moment where they're, they're talking about fatherhood and how like yeah hey, you just don't know what you're gonna impart to your children and yada yada and I'm like I'm gonna jump in here right here I mean this is great and all you guys are reflecting on fatherhood and you know Picard being a father for the first time he's maybe getting some knowledge from Jordy and all stuff but uh, if you have time to reminisce on fatherhood you have time to figure out what the hell the plan is yeah. like I was like that's great that you guys are having over to shoot the shit and talk about fatherhood but um what how are you getting Riker and them alpha the alpha station station how what, what's the game what's the game plan. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, sure, George is not gonna help you. Okay, if George is not helping, what's next? You don't yeah. you don't stop to pause and talk father talk shop about fatherhood. <laughs> yeah. But I did like the part we got to see uh USS Voyager. Yeah, a little reminiscing little, scene to, from we Seven. Got Jack and not, uh, and Seven. Um and just kind of that breakdown. And that's one thing that I mean, this scene, like Seven talked about that she found her family and all that stuff, and then even Sydney and her father's argument. I just it did feel a little I mean, I guess you could say, like you said, maybe Jordy's just been away for a while. It did seem a little out that he was so you know when the part where he's like, They're not your family. I'm like, dude, you spent how long with the Yeah, and yeah. And these are the closest people. Like, I sure you got a real family, but I just feel like Jordy would never say, They're not your family. Like he still might still try to protect his daughter, but that line just felt to me it's like it just seems out of character. Yeah. Like for anybody who's been on the Enterprise to say that, any of them, Worf, Jordy, any of them, like, what do you mean that? Like, <laughs> but uh ultimately, doesn't matter. <laughs> Cause uh they they still uh Sydney and Jack still a a uh cloaker from a Cleon yeah cloaking cloaking device um, why is there an why is there a functioning cloaking device or any weapons or anything well, well, on yeah these why ships? why are any of these ships functional in any way I thought though when we first got here because they were like yeah like it's against like a treaty a major treaty with mm-hmm. the Romulans for them to even have that. Uh, I thought that when they first showed up there at the fleet thing, I thought we were gonna like they were like ah oh, the Titan they're tracking the Titan. I thought we change were, ships. I thought we were gonna get. I thought the Enterprise was gonna be there, and I thought we were gonna get on the old ship. I yeah, like, oh, we're really yeah. going nostalgia. But which but Enterprise? The most of the good ones were destroyed. Yeah, I mean Kirk was there apparently. Um, but uh, yeah, but that that one was was that one destroyed? No, I'm just saying that's yeah. one you could grab. Oh, gotcha, it'd gotcha, be gotcha. so old. It'd be so outdated compared yeah. to all the rats. Yeah. Uh, but that would have been interesting. But yeah, I thought, and then I thought we were going to take the Cleon Bird of Prey, but then yeah, you know, we that just been took cool. the cloaker and I was like, boo. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you have to do to get to be one of those ships? I don't, I don't, like, does Voyager really 
count. Voyager, I mean, that's like the that, first Enterprise. No, sure. I think Voyager counts for the one. That's that, not even the first Enterprise, by the way. No, it's we not. need like the Enterprise from en- the Enterprise mm-hmm. show, you know. But no, I think Voy- why Voyager gets to be there is clearly because of one thing Nine says is that I mean, and I don't know if they ever said the thing is, but Nine says the Voyager went out farther than any ship yeah. had before. So I'm like, hey, that earned you a note in the book. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, um, and the Bird of Prey was an interesting one. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess it's like they captured it and whatnot, and it was used to travel through time, but still. No, no, I think you just said traveling through time. I mean, while that's a normal Sunday for for the rest of Starfleet, that's a pretty big event. So I could see why it was put in there. Um, Yeah, so uh, there's way too many Soongs. Yeah. They all look the same. Way way too many Soongs. There's some weird genetic. I mean, look, he was a genetics engineer originally. And just I and that was an interesting thing about Soong's last video log. Just shows his realization of like how uh, what is it self obsessed he was. Yeah. And to, in the end, when he's like, "That's not how you leave a legacy." I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Like making everything you and clones <laughs> of you or my with your with your brain pattern. Like that is so like you are so egotistical asshole." Yeah. But at least you see in and before he died, Soong. Had a moment of revelation, be like, you know what? This is kind of a, this is no. kind of much. There's, a, we, I think we talked about this in a previous season. We discussed, My, but like, you take Soong out of the timeline, mm-hmm. you change events on a galactic scale. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, no. I mean, because like he's the he causes like World War Three. Mm-hmm. Like he's the reason that like uh, Khan exists. I'm about to say like, Soong is one of those people where it's like. You know, you always say like, "Oh, one man can't change," and like, soon as like, "No, no." Well, I mean, one. it's a family line, true. You know? But I mean, yeah. Uh, but I will say, so we have this non-data. I forget what his name is—the android, blah blah blah. But it has data. He says primarily data, but still, it has B four lore and then soon himself personally didn't it have lol too i thought he said it had lol i don't remember it saying it had i think it's still got moriarty up in there too yeah i mean moriarty is probably just a part but of they're the all data. they're all split in partisans yeah. yeah but still we see at the end there like he's like cycling through them and i'm just like you know if lord gets in the driver's seat for too long yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm just like things get very ugly they're gonna find a way to merge him or he's just gonna be broken but yeah anyway they they, they start going through his, his his memories and stuff and they find out that uh, the remains of uh, uh, Picard were stolen, as you yeah. said previously. Fucking why? What's happening? Yeah, I here? know. Like, I need to know what that is about. What's this got to do with what, anything? What are man? you gonna yeah. do with those remains? Why is that worse than the portal, portal weapon? Yeah, maybe they're gonna like find some way to like a virus or something. Or that would be Picard. my thought because they did, they did mention in the episode about how they were poisoned. Mm-hmm. That, you know, before I'm like, mate, are they gonna use his body as a catalyst? Yeah. I mean, it's got some Borg tech in it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be, there's got to be something, I but I, but I just don't understand. Like, what? Why couldn't they just use any human? Why did it have to be? And they were very focused on getting Jack too. So, mm-hmm. like, are they looking for a genetic trait? Maybe. I do like Joe jumping back to Jack and Picard in the bar when he, they're talking about his condition. I yeah. just, was like, and he's like, I lived with it for decades before, and like, and then how did you? I was like, oh, got a new body. Yeah, <laughs> Jack's like, like, you, you got, got one a, in my size. Spare one in my size. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, Picard's lifestyle just happened to pay out. Um, but yeah, so now we, we well, couldn't he go get a body though? He could go to that planet with the androids. They could make him a body. Yeah, they made one for Picard. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you wanna, I mean, you got Picard as a dad. Hop on a ship, they swing by. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now we oh, also got, okay. Wait, can we get? Can we go oh, back? So, okay, so, okay. so he has this. He has the syndrome, mm-hmm. right? Crusher. Yeah. You know the 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 husband the, or the father mm-hmm. of your child mm-hmm. has this syndrome. Yeah. And then it's passed on genetically. Yeah. She, why don't you scan for that on day yeah, one? Or she even brought up his, how he was. You would he, scan for he, that before he was born. And the moment he starts talking about strange nightmares and stuff, yeah. he brings that up like, oh, we just thought it was nightmares and stuff. I'm like, yeah, if you're if the father of your child had a rare condition that causes this or something. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. She should have been instantly like, hey, let's uh, swing by this medical bed and scan and figure out what's going yeah. on. Because, yeah, the fact that they're just finding out about it now is a little much. But, okay, so now, though, that's original TNG crew. We got, of course, we got Picard. We got Worf. We got Riker. We got mm-hmm. Crusher. Diana Troy, who's captured now. We got Jordy. We got, uh, and we got Data back in some form. Who, who, any, any O'Brien. Oh, O'Brien. O'Brien. Yep, yep. I don't know if the actress who plays, played Dr. Uh, Polanski is dead or not. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and why not Guinan? We didn't we have Guinan. We had Guinan already, yeah. but I'm just saying we're getting the crew get back her. together this season. I feel like we should get some Guinan in there. Yeah, but is it gonna be <laughs> Whoopi or is it gonna be the new Guinan? Mm. It would be Whoopi. No, it was young Guinan. That's right. It wasn't a replacement. It was her. Yeah, that was young Guinan. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I would like to see Barkley. Okay. Yeah. Um. Just just from the just from Enterprise just from. TNG mainly, yeah. I mean, I, sure. I guess we could look at Voyager and Deep Space Nine, but I was thinking mainly TNG. I don't, yeah, I don't know who else I would want to bring yeah. in. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But we get we get Deanna Troy at the mm-hmm. very last moment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like finally she's really in, in a sucky thing. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Because because Riker gets caught by yep. by Vidic. Vidic, that's her name. Yeah. Thank you. And it it really seemed to me at the beginning of the episode when she's like, "We're gonna go find everyone he ever knew." Yeah. At the place where he is, <laughs> like, yeah, not, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> though that's like I said. So Riker gets caught by Vidic, who is able to beam aboard, and this is where, like I said, it gets so weird because he was obviously on Daystrom Station with two actual people from the Enterprise because he turns and kills them. So if those were real Enterprise people, how did how was their ship there without the? Or not Enterprise, Starfleet. Yeah. Without the Starfleet. Like, that's the thing. It just, it doesn't work for me. That's the only thing I need to explain is, like, does their ship have some uh, overpowered cloaking device also that they haven't Well, I'm about? assuming, I'm assuming that the ships that are chasing Picard are all changelings. And they're like, oh, well, we don't care if Vidic's around because she's a changeling too. Well, but no, because like I said, she killed the two guards who were with her. Meaning those had to be real humans. Mm. So those ships can't be full of all changelings. They have to have some Starfleet people personnel on them. And so why wouldn't even those Starfleet people be like, hey, what's, going what's on? that weird ship over order. there? I guess. I don't know. That's the only thing like I said. The only issue I had with this episode is that is I could not figure out how Vidic's ship was there and Starfleet was there and no one like noticed or did anything. It just, yeah. But like I said, anyway, good episode all all around. Yeah, it was yeah. Not all, as good as Mandalorian. No, Mandalorian's on a on a different level yeah. right now. Um, Probably but, not as good as Yellow Jackets, but I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, Yellow Jackets, you got to watch some Yellow Jackets. As but, always, uh, yeah. you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. There you can find links to our social media and to email us, watchingitpodcast@gmail.com. If you have any thoughts about the Mandalorian or Shazam, Fury of the Gods, mm-hmm. or Picard, please write in. We'd love to hear about it. 
Donnell, what else should they do? Well, what you should definitely do is, uh, we've already talked about it multiple times, but uh, if you haven't, I mean, we're not going to be talking about it on this podcast. We might talk about it a little bit, and maybe when it's all wrapped up, might re- reflect on it. But still, just as a recommendation, you should you should check out Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, go watch the first season. If you have watched the first season, you haven't watched the start of the second season, it's here. Get on that. Um, it's, it's some good stuff. Uh, you can uh, give us any ratings, reviews, uh, five stars, all that jazz. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.